Hey, what is up? Welcome to the Gimmick Street Wrestling Podcast. I am Funky Sam Medina, and I am here with Pratik Srivastava. What's going on, Sam? What's going on, Xavier? Good to be here. Uh, happy, well, it's not WrestleMania week, uh, but happy, <laughs> it's still happy feels random. Like it still feels like it. <laughs> happy month of April. Hell yeah. <laughs> and as, as Pratik alluded to, we also have Xavier Vacuna with us. Wave at the people, Xavier. That's wave at the world. world. <laughs> That's good. Just wave. Hello. Uh, well, there he's waving, everybody. It's good to see you, gentlemen. Hey, uh, before we get started, I have an announcement to make, you guys. Uh, the Giving Street Wrestling Podcast has been sold to Endeavor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to merge with another podcast. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that, would, that would be great. Uh, <laughs> Get that sweet ad revenue. Are we going to have commercials? We're going to uh, merge with the Jim space? Cornette experience. <laughs> Jim Cornette, that'd be great. Oh, wow. If we ever merge with Jim Cornette, I mean, well, one, I want that artwork. Whoever did the artwork for Jim Cornette, I want him to illustrate us. That's part uh, one. Yes. Uh, part two, we're going to get a Wendy's like sponsorship out of that because it's fucking Cornette. Uh, that'd be great. And every wrestling fan is going to hate us. Yeah. <laughs> every yeah. We're going to talk about Ole Anderson for 45 minutes and Cowboy Bill Watts. Oh, man. What are we, Tony Schiavone and Conrad Thompson? Yes. <laughs> what happened when? Oh, man. How's, how you guys doing? It's been a little while since we were all three together. It's been a couple of weeks. It's been a minute. A lot of uh, a lot of traveling. A lot, a lot of shows for all of us. Uh, you know, I hope everybody's performed well, you know, uh music comedy wrestling we're all we're all performers here you know we all we're all taking emotional bumps sometimes physical bumps uh for for the viewers entertainment but uh but, but yeah all of you have been killing it and uh bumps. congrats to you guys for all of you. Hell yeah. <laughs> Tony Khan bumps <laughs> Tony Khan. <laughs> got those kind of bumps <laughs> he's got different bumps yeah hell yeah yeah, it's been it's, it's been good times. I was actually just in Jacksonville, uh, right near Tony Khan's living. <laughs> oh yeah, quarter. you sent us a picture of uh, of Daly's place. Yes, yes, I, oh, I took yeah. a little uh, little trip down memory lane, checking it out. It's just cool being in uh, Duval, you know. Jacksonville's a uh, it's a fucking weird place, honestly. But I've been going there, playing there since like 2007. So oh, right, it's, it's pre Tony Khan. It's a yeah, very pre Tony Khan, but it's always cool. And yeah, just drove by. And I was telling myself, like, why don't they fucking run a show here, you know? But they're going to Wembley, so. They are going to Wembley. But, yeah. Well, not Daly's, but the the field next to it, TIAA. Oh, yeah. Why don't they they own that stadium? Why don't they, yeah, why don't they, why don't stadium? they have us do a super show there? It's like, right? we have a stadium, you guys, but let's just rent one out instead. Like, didn't they do, during the pandemic, didn't they kind of do, they filmed vignettes out of there or they film part of all yeah, out the, they, the pandemic all out i believe they used uh that stadium for yeah the they they did the i don't think it was oh, the stampede match jesus there the one, you go yeah which one was yeah the stadium because I, I don't remember if i saw stampede at the stadium whatever it was but yeah there was an actual match in you know the the tia bank field yeah. area but the so, whole yeah, show was it it was just the match just the match yeah was there a ring there was two rings. Oh, dang. And like the center of the field. It was a really dope match. I really liked it. I got to go back. I don't think I ever saw that. I got to go back and tell you. Did you go to any of those pandemic, like when they first started opening audiences up for those? Because I believe Daly's Place and TIA Stadium were like kind of the first, like, hey, 
whoa, they're doing things with the like it was like like maybe like twenty people like all spread yep. out or whatever. Yeah, but I'm curious if he tried going to any. Yeah, well, Florida I, never I took any precautions. Well, that too. Well, know. we, you it's know, Florida. To, no offense. To our defense, maybe. to our yeah. defense, in the beginning, like we did take like precautions, but um, yeah, I, I remember like Pratik said, Jacksonville was you know Daly's place was opening up pods at first. Yeah, it's like little groupings of like two to five and. From there, it just went to like, you know, 1500. I remember most of the pandemic, the rest of the US is like, Florida, what are you doing? Dude, it's a madhouse down here. But, yeah. you know, it, we never stopped, right? And I don't know. Um, I, I did not get to go to any of the, you know, pandemic era AEW shows. I did try, but just between like the uncertainty and just like, I don't know. Safety. Yeah. yeah. You yeah. know, get to Jacksonville. You know, it's like five hours away from here. So it's like get there, hotel. Like in that in that like mind frame, right? Before we knew not knew or you know what we knew, but I don't know. It was different back then. So no Yeah, I no, I understand. Also hotels of... back then were so understaffed. Like I can't imagine like oh, staying Yeah. It was brutal. I know, imagine like a little arena, like I mean, yeah, people have to still buy like hot dogs and shit, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah, I didn't do any of that. But I did, you know, post-pandemic, I definitely hit a lot of AEW. I didn't shows. do any of that. I didn't do any of that either. I didn't, no. even do, I didn't even do any, like, any outdoor comedy or anything. In fact, the comedy club I was working at opened up, and they were doing outdoor shows, and I didn't even go back for that. Damn. Yeah. It's weird how everyone starts, like, inching back to normalcy, quote-unquote. Normalcy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> normalcy. It was pretty crazy. Yeah. All right, well, you guys want to uh, get in some news? We got some fun bits here. Uh, the first thing I want to talk about was uh, the whole wrestling world has turned sideways because WWE had Jay White in the bag. And then uh, the Endeavor thing happens. Vince McMahon takes full control of the company. That's what people are saying, that that's why. Uh, Jay White is all elite, and Jay White debuts in AEW, which is kind of silly because I guess he could have something AEW when he was in New Japan. I don't know. Yeah, he's made some appearances. He made a yeah. Didn't he do he? Well, he did Forbidden Door, correct? Yeah, I think you know what? I think most of his appearances were like build up to Forbidden Door. Yeah, four way they had. Yeah, he had a match on Rampage too. Maybe multiple matches. Yeah, but I, I can see that. They bring New Japan. I, re- I recall it was like oh, like you said, cuts a promo and then on Wednesday. And then on Friday, you're on Rampage. Build a match. So yeah, I remember like last year they were really trying to. You know, because Rampage ratings were really struggling last year, so they were trying to do something to get, you know, somebody to... I think, so there was something where it was like, yeah, I remember, like, Tony's like, we're going to make a big Forbidden Door announcement, and then it was Keith Lee, I think that was... the Keith Lee debuted that episode, so then he was like, well, I need someone more Forbidden Dory, so then I think, like, wasn't Jay White Block? <laughs> yeah, like, that was literally, like, Tony Conley, he's like, well, I misspoke, and... You know, and again, this is also post All Out Brawl. This is all like that September, October when, you know, literally they're rewriting plans every week. Like it was, it was wild. It was a wild, wild west. You know? Yeah. When we didn't even know what the cash in was going to be, we thought MJF was going to just tr- like be like, hey, I'm going to do a match for two seconds. You know what I mean? Yeah, we did. We it thought was it was such a like wild a, time. Like a cash in. Yeah. Yeah, very unpredictable. I still don't like how MJF won that fucking poker chip thing though yeah pretty late and then he like denounced the group so he's like not even with them it's just so weird i don't know 
Yeah, there was never any comeuppance for the, or maybe well, maybe that's coming. You know, the and then I mean, Tony Khan should have been like, "No, nah, dude, it doesn't go down like that. You get your goons out of here." <laughs> you know, if you had any guts, yeah. Tony Khan, yeah, stand up to that guy. <laughs> yeah, Mr. it's not Khan. like he's gonna go to WWE now. <laughs> well, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Good. Oh, uh, you know what? Though I guess I guess it is good for Jay White uh, because now he gets to probably live in the U.S. Uh, now he's like, instead of, you know, being Japan-based, he could be U.S.-based. And who knows? You know, we'll see. I think he lives in Orlando, actually. Oh, I you think. should pay him a visit. Mm, maybe I'll see him at a restaurant. Be like, and, not uh, say, and not say a word. Go yeah. go find him. Go ask him how close he was to signing with WWE. <laughs> like, dude, why did like, you Was sign? it true? Are the rumors true? Or are they just full of shit? He made, yeah, he made like, a good choice. Like, uh, the FTR was also rumored to come back, you know, Ooh. like... But then it's like, were they really gonna? I'm sure. I'm sure somebody. I don't think they were ever gonna come back. But you know, yeah. I don't know. I think. I think. um, I just found it interesting that they lost all the belts consecutively, and it just made me think something. There was some talk happening, and maybe it just talks fell apart. Maybe they sensed that Vince was gonna come back, and they weren't happy with that because you've heard their tales about Vince. Right? Vince wanted them to be like, you know, like really like the costumes were gonna be like. Hats and really bizarre, so, you know. Yeah, let's ask Neville about that. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Mighty Mouse. <laughs> Mighty Mouse. I think um, Dax Harwood has a real way of, like, with his tweets, like, he kind of engages his followers, right? Like, in just, like, a real, like, emotional yeah, and, like, not negative, but it's, like, you know, maybe it's time to hang up the boots, like, after they lost, like, you know, one of the Briscoes match. And then it's like, you know, maybe the grass is greener on the other side. So I feel like he's gotten kind of used to, you know. He's playing that. the social media game. Yeah, constantly. Yeah, like, just right, to, exactly. You know, so so when he tweets, like, stuff, like, now lately I'm kind of just, like, desensitized. Like, I'm going to do the opposite. He's going to do the opposite of what he says. Be like, yeah. I'm going to go take a shit. Be like, he's going to take a piss. <laughs> it's like he's not going to WWE. So, yeah, I figured. But good call. Good call all around, everyone. Does this lose – I don't think this loses respect with the fans, but does these constant, like, hey, I'm going to say one thing and do another, you know, does that maybe turn fans off to his social media? Or are they like, well, now he's working us. You know, because I felt like his candidness, especially in the podcast, because that's the other mm. thing. The podcast is still going, you know. Yeah, exactly. And we want him to be candid, you know, and we like the candidness of yeah. certain people. So does does do you this is I'm posing a question to you guys. Do you think this hurts that candidness? Does this affect the podcast, you know? Or is it still business as usual? I don't you? think it affects his fan base. I yeah. feel like his fan base are smart mark kind of people and they, they kinda of know what's going on. Yep. You know what you're digging into. So yeah. I feel like he's and they probably love it. They probably love the teases and like Oh well, what you know? What if he does go to W? Like, because even though he's not going to go, if he teases it, you still got to like go. Well, what would he? You know, what would happen? Are they going to fight mm-hmm. the Alpha Academy? You know, mm-hmm. like Chad yeah, Gable and, and Dax, whatever the fuck his name is. He backs it up too. Like it's like it's worth it's worth worth the uh, anguish, right? Like it's the suffering of like, are they going to leave? And da, 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 da. it's it's worth it every time you watch him. So mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely. Know. Uh, you guys, I think it was Xavier mentioned uh, Wembley Stadium. So last week on Dynamite, they announced they're going to go to Wembley Stadium. So mm-hmm. in 1992, 
when WWE went to Lumumi Stadium, they had like over 80,000 people. Um, they, they were, and then people online were like, you know, throwing these facts out like, oh, the highest house that AEW drew was a like 14,000. I don't know. Something like that. They're like, their numbers in the UK aren't even that high. And this and this. Uh, what do you guys think about Wembley Stadium? Do you think that it's going to be a success? I do. 100%. Yeah. I think it'll be a success. And even if it's not like financially a success, right? Like on the books, uh, I think as far as like AEW, like the brand, the product, and just wrestling in general and history, right? They haven't. They haven't had wrestling at Wembley since SummerSlam. That's crazy. So, yeah, you know what I mean, that's a big gap. Um, yeah, I think it's huge. I think it's huge, and it's I. You know, going back to a few episodes ago, we were talking about like you know when you're a young, starving artist, comedian, musician, brand wrestler, whatever. Sometimes you got to work for the fucking hot dog and the handshake. So if they lose a few bucks, I think it'll be worth it. And that's me just thinking, you know from a musician standpoint and an artist perspective. I really like your perspective. <laughs> You're right, Xavier. I think there's two things here. Is it, are we talking about financial success, like Tony Khan, Shahid Khan, daddy Khan money books, or are we talking about building the brand showing that? Cause like we've said, no other promotion has done anything at Wembley stadium since WWE. When yeah. WWE is the last promotion to do, to and, use yeah. one. I believe They've done a few things since that SummerSlam 92. Wasn't there like one of their insurrection pay-per-views there or, or like that? They've done something since. Before. Not at Wembley, but it was in the UK. It was a UK. Yeah. They used oh, to wow. do, uh, I think one or two UK exclusive pay-per-views a year that we couldn't even see. Uh, it's right. Insurrection and Rebellion, I think. Rebellion, but they never, yeah. but those were not at Wembley. Or, am I? No, those are just like backlashes and like. No, no, no but were they, like... they were at different venues, right? Like in, Yeah, in, they were at yeah. different venues. Pretty sure. So this is really is the first pay per view since ninety two something. Yeah, it really is. Yeah, which is crazy. crazy. Yeah, WCW couldn't even do it. They couldn't do it. No, so with their Ted Turner money. Yeah, I, I think uh, Tony Khan probably won't make a profit on this, but like that he doesn't need to. You know, like yeah. he has Building all the money in the world. And... Like he could lose money every day of his life and he'd be okay. There were also claims last year, or, or well, I guess not. Yeah, it was during the punk era that during the punk era of AEW, uh, specifically before he got injured, there were claims that Dynamite was doing better numbers than Raw in England. Like I'm sure you guys remember some of those, yeah, some of those statements. And you know, we 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 heard from like Bischoff claiming that those were inflated numbers. These are work numbers. Um, so to me, this is an interesting experiment. You know, let let's see. You know, the U- UK UK wrestling crowds are are amazing. They are fantastic. They're so passionate. You know, let's see if they can they can pull it off. You know, I'm not expecting a, a sellout, but like, let's see what they can do. You know, to me. If they can, you know, really just, you know, I'm sure they know how to shoot around it now. They've gotten better camera wise about shooting and. Oh my gosh! This past yeah. week, I don't know if you guys saw it, but they uh, they had Battle of the Belts last Friday, and I, I watched it. It was pretty cool, uh, but there were some photos. The place was empty. Really? Well, yeah. did they shoot it after Dynamite? After Rampage. After Rampage. But it was live. They were both Rampage and Battle of the Belts were both live. Oh. It's hard. It's so hard. Also, the rampage was not like you know how like generally their tapings have been yeah right. So this was a separate night. They've been taping. They've been taping Ring of Honor lately after Dynamite. 
after Dynamite. Interesting. Yeah. Oh, at least, at least last week they did. Yeah, interesting. Um, it on Thursday, the next day. Yeah, so they're trying to sell the live Rampage, but, you know. Um, I mean, again, I didn't watch the program. Did it look empty on the program? or You know, I didn't really notice it, but I guess I wasn't looking for it. I mean, it didn't strike me as empty. Uh, but you know, like you said, they know how to shoot around it. So that's yeah. So I think you're you see so you're you're furthering my point of yeah yeah so absolutely. I think the key is yeah. I, to me, it's not about the fan photos. I mean, fucking Goldberg's Hall of Fame speech was half empty too. You know. So, um, <laughs> I mean, you know, I would have been there. We have to talk about WWE. <laughs> yeah, <fuck> <laughs> yeah, I would have left. You wait. When you say Goldberg, do you mean? The hottest free agent in professional wrestling today, <laughs> right? You know, a future, a future signee for AEW. You know, the future oh, all no. elite. <laughs> no, Goldberg I just don't see him. I, I just, I want to say, if he does show up in AEW, sure, it's Turner callback, whatever. But what do you do with him? Who do you put, put him with? I don't think it's Sting. Worth it. I was going to say <laughs> Sting. Yeah, that's all you can do. That's all you have. Uh, really... Have a double. But Sting has had match. a singles match. Loser retires. Winner retires. Yeah, oh. done. Put I him don't in a, hey, that. put him in a casket match. <laughs> <laughs> put him in a mayhem match. The final, the final burial match. Um, the yeah. final callback. Put him in a shark cage match and really put it into the ocean. Right. <sighs> yeah. What do you do? Yeah, like to me, it's like I don't. <laughs> he made sense. Because if you notice the last few years, he wasn't wrestling at Royal Rumble or Mania. Yeah. He really was, was very, only just very up like, the, scattered appearances. Or, scattered appearances, like just like big attraction matches. Yeah. Saudi Arabia mostly. Mostly. Which, which makes, to me, I thought that was a good setup for him because those Saudi Arabia pay-per-views are more about celebrating nostalgia getting the big guys out. Also, let's be honest here, a, an arena full of conservative Muslims chanting for a Jewish guy named Goldberg. I find that hilarious. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. You don't see that. You're not going to see that in Wimbledon. I'll tell you that right now. That's only. But does it still count if the show is mandatory for them to go to? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's another bizarre, not to go off on that tangent. They don't actually sell. Cause my buddy, Chris, who, who has gone to all the pay-per-views with me, he wants to actually go to a Saudi Arabian pay-per-view. I'm like, how are you going to find? He's like, you can just go on the website. I'm like, no, they do not sell those tickets. Like, they're just given out by the government, basically. It's almost like mandatory, like, 1984-style, like, you go, you watch type shit. Yeah, you you go to the show, you fill that seat, you don't move until yeah. it's over. You don't move until it's over. Yeah, no no bathroom breaks. Like, Jesus. <laughs> Here's a ticket and an empty jar. Enjoy. I still remember the first, uh, the greatest Royal Rumble. That was the first Saudi pay per view. You see a bunch of like sheiks just sitting in the front row, and they're yeah. like, they look so bored. Like they really did a good job <laughs> moving kids down and changing it up. Like, no, put the, can you put some fans? Like, do it like uh, Billy Joel style. Get somebody from the cheap seats and bring them down so that they yep. enjoy. It. They look excited. Yeah, absolutely. Good I like the Greatest Royal Rumble, even though it's Saudi Arabia. They should do that again. That was a good card. If you yeah. go back and watch, you had yeah. you the had. first couple Saudi Arabia shows were really good, but it just got ridiculous after a while. <laughs> Goldberg oh, yeah. and Undertaker. Yeah, right after, I think that DX uh, to the Brothers of Destruction because that was right after oh, the yeah. journalist, or right before the journal. Well, the journalist got murdered, and then you had that pay per view, and that's where uh, Shawn Michaels. Yeah, when Shawn Michaels unretired, I think that's when everything started going. That's down. when they jumped the shark. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
they yeah. they they got away, they got away from themselves. Oh, I just thought of uh, what you can do with Goldberg. So he could either feud with Wardlow, right, or or they bring him in to like coach Wardlow. Oh, then, that's a good idea, right? And then or he, he turns, or he and could then be he Wardlow's. On. Wait, sorry, I talked over you. What was that? No, no, I was saying, and then he turns on. Yeah, or he could be Wardlow's accountant. Uh, oh, his accountant. <laughs> I like that. that. Oh, I felt Goldberg vibes tonight on Dynamite. I won't spoil anything for anybody, but. I don't need I, you can spoil it for me. I don't care. Well, Wardlow was essentially like beating up a car. Oh, I saw that. Yeah, I saw. Right, uh, and I, oh, I just really? So they're doing somebody, like... uh, somebody made a meme of that, and they put the Street Fighter picture of beating up the car right below it. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I can't. So, stand yeah, Wardlow. I, I really. I yeah, really there like there the is guy. something to, especially like the second year of AEW, they were pairing up legends with. Uh, a new star. So they had like Jake the Snake with Lance Archer, Sting with Darby Allen. Yeah, I think there's something to that. Pair Goldberg up with a war. But Goldberg's such like a lone wolf. Like you'd have to explain why he's, you know, paired up with this guy, you know. So there's, there's some, or you keep it like a shoot pair. Like, hey, you're going to turn and then you get that final match. Well, Goldberg puts over the, the young guy, you know. It could even be like uh, Wardlow, uh, Ask Goldberg to watch his back because isn't he fitting with like a stable? Yeah, yeah. So it could be like two versus like five. That's true. (laughs) It gives gives Wardlow a little more profile because he's kind of floundering right now. He doesn't have the title. They've they've gone back and forth with him and Joe had that good program, but you know when you lose the belt, then it's like okay, you just finished the feud. Now what's next? It's that old CM Punk thing of, okay, I just lost to a bunch of people. I just lost to Undertaker Mania. What's next for me? You know, like, so what's, yeah, he needs something right now. And I do think this Goldberg pairing could be something interesting, you know. Yeah, that would actually work. I think Tony, you know what, though? I think Tony Khan would definitely stay away from Goldberg because of the type of fancy caters to would just hate it. Yeah. Just that little Goldberg is all elite. They would flip their shit. Oh, God. (laughs) <laughs> I, I just don't. I just don't want it. I'm yeah, good. I'm not. I think WWE. If he comes back, first, frankly, I'm like whatever. If he comes back, he comes back. I, I know he wants a big send off match. That's what he's said in a few interviews. He wants his. He wants to do it in Israel. I'm like, sure, dude. Whatever you want. I was going to do it. Who who runs Israel? <laughs> who runs shows out there? I mean, he could probably. He has enough clout. He could probably figure out some promoting company and do it himself. You know? Oh, um, you're. Right. I mean, he does have the money. You're right. Who would he do? I know the only because he already faced Roman. They did spear versus spear. With oh, Roman. what if he went? What if he threw his money around and he made the main event Goldberg versus Kevin Nash rematch? Okay, and he got his win back. Yeah, <laughs> and Scott Hall can't come out. <laughs> Does Kevin Nash get attacked with the stun gun this time? Oh, that'd be good too. Goldberg stuns I mean, like a cameraman, and he like gets the cattle prod. God, hits him with a calculator. Poor Kevin Nash. I mean, he's—I know he's like you know—he's kind of. Did he even come out for the WrestleCon or anything? I feel like he's just kind of keeping to himself now. I mean, yeah, he's had, I mean, he's he had a really, really shitty twenty twenty two. He kind of yeah, he's in a yeah. bad way right now. Yeah, I love you know. I was just making light of him, but I love I love Kevin Nash. Oh, like, I yeah. love Kevin. Nash. He's, he's great. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 
yeah. Also, like he's kind of a de- like I'm not saying he's Batista oh, level yeah. good actor, but he's a decent. He's appeared in some cool things. I liked his part in. He's he's so random. Uh, I watched the first Magic Mike. He's in Magic Mike randomly as an aging yeah. stripper. Yeah, yeah, but he looks he looks so out of place in that movie. It's hilarious. I love it though. I oh, think it works. God. Like he looks like someone who would be in a Miami based strip club. Like, I remember uh, on WWF yeah. Mania. They had yeah. a fun fact that uh, Kevin Nash was Super Shredder in Ninja Turtles 2. Yeah! He so was what did I do? What did I do? I popped the VHS in and I fast forwarded to the credits to find out who played Super Shredder and it was Kevin Nash. Kevin and I Nash. had no idea because I only knew him as Diesel. Yep. Like, what's his real name? It was Kevin Nash. Kevin there Nash. was a, there's this guy named, there's a comedian named Tim Robinson. He's a show on Netflix called I Think You Should Leave, but he was part of another show called Detroiters. Kevin Nash plays his dad on that show. So if you look up Detroiters, oh, wait, I feel like I saw a TV show where Kevin Nash plays somebody's dad. That's that's Detroit. And Kevin Nash is from Detroit originally, so it kind of plays. I don't, that that's, that's cool. Though. I saw uh, something like that. I don't remember. Yeah, no. So that's what I'm saying. Like he he does these like he's sort of like he's he likes to play against type, and I think that's really cool that he yeah. has that sense of humor and he has that awareness. So like kind of doing what John Cena's doing now, just playing against his type. You know, Wayne Bald. Oh. Everybody. <laughs> uh, CM. Uh, speaking of people who are all elite, uh, CM Punk has has told I don't know whoever will listen uh, that he wants to come back to AEW. He's, he's even open to the idea of working with Kenny and the Bucks. Now, if anything's going to sell tickets to All In or whatever that's called, CM Punk and FTR versus Kenny Omega and the Bucks would be a tremendous main event. Yeah, if you It'll sell be. it as once in a lifetime, if you sell it as the uh, the no the full court press crumb, like you kind of sell it like that a little bit, you know. Um, sponsored by Target, <laughs> Target manager, <laughs> Larry um, on a pole match. Yes, Larry on a pole match. Uh, Mega Mega's the enforcer. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you could do so much. You could you do can, so much. but then like. He just, you know, he he just did this thing on, on on Instagram where he said Chris Jericho's a fucking stooge, yeah, and all these different things. And then Chris Jericho, you know, had this locker room meeting not too long after the Punk situation, and he's like, "Punk is a cancer, and I will not let him back in this locker room." Um, do we know for so that's the thing? Like, I know there's 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 like hearsay and dirt sheets that say like, "Oh, Jericho went up to Punk." It wasn't really a locker room. The, the, the cancer comment. Now, again, we don't know what happened. And what we don't day. know anything. We just hear, we don't we just hear what we hear online. Yeah. But it's like, I don't, yeah, I'm, I'm sure Jericho had a meeting, but it does seem, would, would Jericho outright say to a whole group of young AEW people, this guy's a cancer? Like, does it, or did he say it to Punk? You know, that's that's the thing. We don't really yeah. know what, what happened. From, yeah, from what I heard, uh, it was Jericho leading a locker room meeting uh, because once that happened, uh, they had a lot more unity in the locker room, and Chris Jericho, Brian Danielson, and John Moxley were assigned as like locker room leaders. And that—that's—I mean, you have the most senior people there. I think they—they—they they, they should do that. I, I know Moxley has kind of taken that role a little bit too, so that makes sense. I'm not—I'm yeah. not. In fact, that. I think Moxley's new contract has some verbiage about being a locker room leader or something. Hey. If he, if he, if yeah, I hope his contract is more about that than he has to blade every match. Like I'd rather, <laughs> he definitely yeah. should have a blood clause. More, I can, I can see it now too. Tony Khan says 
Uh, we need some locker room leaders. So please, anybody that was in WWE, apply for this position. <laughs> please, like, <laughs> like, like, it's like, yeah, like, well, wasn't that Mark Henry's role at one point? Because he's not wrestling. Oh, that should have, yeah, Mark Henry and, and Paul. I don't White see been why he's not taking that. Yeah. I thought William, he kind of, yeah. William Regal was, I think. Yeah, but that was before the whole punk bullshit. I wasn't it. I don't know. No, no he was no. there. Yeah, Regal was there for that. It is, but it's bizarre. Like, it feels like Regal was, feels like 10 years ago, Regal was there. Yeah, he was, it does. He was barely there a year. Within one year, he was gone. He came in at Revolution and left at uh, Full Gear, basically. You know, so. Yeah, he came in like in September and left like in November or something. Yeah, it was really. Um, you know, short. Um, Good old William Regal. Uh, I mean, so I would love to see CM Punk come back, but at the same time, who knows if they even let it come back. Yeah, I don't know what that does to morale, but at the same time, like, it's business. It really depends, man. AEW does seem like that free-loving, like, open... Everybody gets the ball. We all hit the trampoline. Yeah, right? Like, everybody's (laughs) winning, everybody's happy, there's no crazy... I was going to say there's no crazy boss, but I don't know, dude. It, I don't know. I don't know if like what matters, right? Does Jericho threaten to walk if CM Punk comes back? Right. It depends on how much Jericho like, pushes back at the same time. Too. Right. So it can go so many ways, but if we're talking business, it's good for business. Oh, yeah. I it'll think be, Jericho will get a lot more eyes on the product. Absolutely. You know I mean? oh, God. Jericho has the self-awareness to know that <clears throat> we have a Wembley Stadium show coming up. Yep. Punk being there would be good business. Jericho at least Great knows business. that. We're not especially, asking. Yeah, for yeah. especially and, if Punk and the Young Bucks could put whatever it is aside. Do the business, you know. Yeah, I could see, now if there's any further things, I could see Jericho. Like, but then it's like at that point, I think Punk is, you know, might be done if anything further happens. Now, I think. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he has one more chance. I feel like if, Punk, if he has one more chance, if he yeah. has one more chance, I do feel like he. The way he's tweeting, and I've seen him like you know you we we've seen like the, the screenshots of him liking Dax Harwood posts about like oh we could do good business like there there there's evidence that Punk likes those so I can see that Punk wants to come back because I do think he doesn't want to go out with that he doesn't want the press conference to be his last thing in wrestling I do I could see him want to come back for a one off or maybe like one little like program you know and certainly not. I, I could see a three-on-three three happening more than Punk Omega singles. I don't see that. I agree. I I agree. We're a long way away from Punk Omega singles. A and I feel like it would be a really good trios match. I think it's going to be a trios match, if, yeah. if that. Um, you don't even really need Punk for much of the build. You can kind of just bill it as he shows up, he appears at Wembley. You know, I think that's you, what Yeah, you're happen. right. You could even have uh, FTR like, oh, we got a guy. We got a third guy yeah. or something, you know. <laughs> And then just let the audience assume it's going to be him because they will. So that Ooh. prevents him from kind of interacting with everybody if you keep him away till. And frankly, he should. He should. Frankly, Punk should be treated. I've said this before, may but like he should be an attraction. AEW should not be wrestling every week. He should be like a Brock Lesnar type schedule. You know, save him for big arenas. Keep him. Brock Lesnar doesn't get along and has heat with everybody, but he would get along with people. People did business in WWE because again, Vince made that. He was very authoritative that way. That no, these people are here. You'll do business with them. I still, we still remember when NWO came back at 
WrestleMania 18. A lot yeah. of people didn't want to do business with them, but Vince probably sat down Taker, sat down the locker room, said they're coming in, we're doing business. That's it. Uh, that's I still it. think Austin killed them by not by not putting over Scott Hall. Um, yeah, I mean, but that was there were a lot of issues with that. Like, yeah, there was. Yeah, there was. You're right about lots that. Lots of bumps. Like, but why didn't they do? We, they could have just done NWO versus Rock Austin. That could have been the main event. Like, we didn't need to have them break off into singles. Like, they could have easily did that match instead of on a free SmackDown. There's so many other angles and ways. Yeah, like, yeah, was, definitely. I think there's a story, though. I think there's a story why we got Austin and Hall. I think I think Austin was supposed to face somebody else, and it just kind of worked out that way. And right. Hall also hung over as fuck and Austin was pissed and it was just like this situation. So you're right. Like they could have, and they probably should have. And yeah, and Kevin Nash didn't have a match. I wonder if he was hurt. I think he was yeah, hurt. Didn't he, tear, he tore his quad on SmackDown. The yeah. Smackdown. He was, was at the same time. I don't remember. He was hurt. Oh, and maybe that yeah, was, was something that played into it. Yeah. Could have been Nash, Austin. I don't know. I just know that that wasn't what was planned. That was not planned. And again, I don't want to speak on old rumors from 40 years ago, but like whatever. Like, there was, to- yeah, I think it was something like they wanted Triple H to go over on Austin as a heel. And I think Austin was tired of being a heel and wanted to be a face. So that's why it was switched to Nash, or excuse me, Hall being the heel for Austin. Um, isn't that wild though? Because that match is not terrible. The irony of it all. Yeah, yeah. no, the match is pretty decent. And what Hall could really take a, a stunner. And, Hall, yeah. Hall's sell of the stunner to yeah. me is up there. It's in the top ten. Yeah, yeah. there's yeah. probably top five. Yeah, I'll take this top. Yeah. It might even be it might even be number two behind Rock. Rock <laughs> Shane's up. Shane's, Shane's up there too. You Shane's up there. Yeah. Shane's up to, for day for week to week. Shane taking stunners. You got to put him in the top three or something. He's up there, but yeah, Rock deserves. I think Rock deserves number one for the business that it drew. You know, those selling of stunners, but but. But Hall's up there. So the point I'm trying to make is we're going off tangent here is just I do think that there's enough adults at AEW. may not seem like it to the outside. I think there are enough adults there that especially given Wembley, yeah, given All In and the stakes of All In, I think that would be a good big like, oh, you don't think you're going to see it and you're seeing it. And you're seeing it. I think that would be good for for All In. And the thing is too is the the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega – they are very invested in AEW. You know, they were the pioneers behind AEW, and they want this thing to succeed. And if CM Punk wants to make his comeback succeed, then they're all going to work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Set, set egos aside and do business. Yeah, absolutely. We'll Speaking see. of Omega, uh, a Conan apparently, Conan said on some interview or some podcast or I don't know, something. Uh, Conan said that they were trying to get Kenny Omega for Triple A, uh, Triple Mania this year. But Kenny Omega said no because he's still in contract negotiations with AEW and he doesn't know if he's going to stay. Interesting. Whoa. Very interesting. I mean, I'm sure he will, uh, <laughs> you know, but he wanted, he said he didn't know if he was going to stay and he wanted to make sure that he stays before he commits to something like a Triple Mania. Yeah, I think that would be. But to me, it's like, you know, if he doesn't stay in AEW, then the only other logical point is WWE. You know, to me, it yeah. should be either if you're going to go back to New Japan. I don't think he would. No. Mm-mm. Full-time. No. Well, technically, he still holds the title right now. Yeah, he's a U.S. champion. Absolutely. 
Okay, so yeah, but I don't know. I mean, maybe he, maybe he's not happy there. I mean, and I feel like New Japan is so much more elaborate, you know, so much more just veterans and just no egos and like everybody's there just for the betterment of, of everything. Yeah, it's a beautiful product. It really is. It you really know. Is. In fact, Xavier, uh, not Xavier, Pratik, uh, Xavier and I were talking about this before you got here. Uh, there is a wrestler in New Japan named Great Okan. Okay. And he recently made comments that he said AEW feels like an indie fed. Uh, there's a lot of great wrestlers there, but they seem unrefined and ill-educated. It's pretty interesting. It's it is interesting, and now maybe some of this is all worked heat to build up to the next. Oh, the Ooh, forbidden, forbidden door. door. You know, there I could see that being played into some promos and 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 some things. I I don't mind that. You know, let's get look. We need to build some excitement. Do we have any? We have nothing really said about forbidden door other than it's going to be in Canada, right? That's the only. Yeah, news. not really anything mm-hmm. said. No, Kenny Omega is for sure defending the. Uh... Oh, the U.S. title. They have a mini tournament. Yeah, there's a mini tournament for it. That's correct, right? And do you think they're just going to do Osprey again? Like, is that the potential plan? I hope so. Yeah, I hope so. Like, I hope they don't just swerve us and keep us, you know, mouth-watering and then be like, I'm just kidding. But is Osprey cleared? Oh, that's another question. He was was injured out for WrestleMania weekend. Yeah, he was hurt. Uh, I mean... It's a ways I away. I see the poster of him in the tournament, but you're right. Is he actually cleared? Or are, we, are they? Are we being? Blocked? No, I think the tournament is like this this month. Oh shit! Yeah, it's like no, I think yeah. it's. In- but at the same time, they probably wouldn't be promoting him if he was not ready. Yeah, why would? To me, it's like they're shooting themselves in the foot. Like they could have just said mystery opponent and then not. But maybe he's ready. Maybe he's ready. Who knows? Maybe he's ready. Hopefully. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I think then if if they're doing this tournament, then yeah, it probably just makes sense to have Osprey do do Omega Osprey too. At Forbidden Door, you know, I'm trying to think of other, you know, there's probably, I'm sure they can defend the Atlantic title. Uh, they can defend Ooh. the AEW title. Um, there's, there is no title. such thing, Pratik. <laughs> the international title. See <laughs> <laughs> hey, what you're doing to us, Tony. The intercontinental national title. That's what yeah, there you go. The intercontinental wow. title. Intercontinental. Yeah, so I, like I, I, I think that tournament is in uh, collision uh, on the 15th and 16th of April. Damn. One's in that's... Philly and one's in like Detroit or something. Dude, okay. That's like this oh, next week. That'll be good. Yeah. Um, best of luck to the opponents or the, the contenders for this tournament. I don't remember who's in it, but I do know that Will Ospreay's in it. Will Ospreay, yeah, I believe. So, uh, okay. Um, does that? Here's a question: Does MJF depend, defend the title? Because I know he's he's openly said he hates New Japan. He's always shitting on New Japan interviews. Does he work Forbidden Door? Yes, but I, he probably he'll probably work at AEW person. Huh? He might even like do a thing where he refuses to face a New Japan guy. That'd be pretty uh, interesting. Uh, I think that'd be a good storyline. And then you yeah. don't know who he's going to face. And then it to me. I almost think AEW should be like kind of like using more surprise tactics, mystery opponents, b- building angles differently. You know, do you you're 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 claimed to be anti WWE, so really like let's let's try some things, like throw things against the wall right now. You know, try something different. If it fails, it fails. You know, at least you're trying something different. I just I feel like 
there's so many ways they can play things right now. And I kind of, I kind of like this idea of, yeah, MJF's like, I'm not working it. I'm not working it. And then he yep. shows up and does like a, he shows up the new Japan and the, the forbidden door and does like a, like a JBL ECW heel promo. And then somebody comes out and just, Oh yeah. Know. That'd be cool. Like ton of or Somebody comes out. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Ooh. Yeah. That was not cool. I don't know. Where do you go? How do you top last year? That four way was just, what did they do with the AEW title last year? Nothing. Right. That was one with Moxley, the the vacant, the the interim, interim. Remember? Oh yeah, it was Moxley and Naito, I think. Uh, uh yeah, yeah, or or was it Tanahashi? It might have been. I don't remember, but yeah, I remember that. That was, but was the was the fatal four? The fatal four was not the main event. That was, was the, the not. I, I was under the impression it was. So that's it should have been. I mean, better yeah. match in my opinion. You know, the fatal four way. Um, it should have been. It should have been main event. Um. It led to some injuries, unfortunately. Or was it just cold? Did anyone else? It was get just cold, I think. Yeah, oh. and he's been out since then. He just came back. He just came back recently. Oh, but hey, he's back. Anyone so watched okay. his return. I did watch the yeah, highlight. I did. Person. It was okay. <clears throat> yeah, it was. You know, it's okay. cool to see him back in the ring doing what he loves. But at the same time, it's like, bro, just sit this one out. <laughs> his gear was cool. Yeah. Where do you take at? Where do you guys think Adam Cole's story should go from here? Do you put him straight to the title? Do you save that for all out? Well, it looks like you might have a Chris Jericho story going mm-hmm. because he fought Daniel Garcia, and after the match, Chris Jericho came out and he's kind of glared at Adam Cole, and then he like told Garcia, "Come on, let's go," and then he stopped a couple times on the way back up, and he turned around to glare at him again. Mm-hmm. So we'll see, we'll see. I feel like the Adam Cole thing is going to be a slow burn. Hey, speaking of slow burns, you guys, this is really like off the off the subject here bray wyatt has been back in the wwe for six months and he still hasn't gotten to the point that's terrible i feel like he still hasn't finished his first promo that he's trying to been trying to do <laughs> six months a six month long promo oh man it's it's yeah so that was um you know i i felt like there was talk of maybe a stable you know there was maybe like you know you had Alexa Bliss and then that you literally had Alexa Bliss looking to Uncle Howdy and Bray at Royal Rumble. I was there for that. Yeah, and then she takes and no, off. and then literally no appearance since then. No, no, no build up of that story. I don't see how they can't have done something with that. Since obviously Bray had health issues for Mania, there was talk of COVID or he's immunocompromised or heart issues or something. Something, yeah. But there's no reason you couldn't have still had an Uncle Howdy's presence at WrestleMania. You couldn't have had something with Alexa Bliss. There's no reason you could I mean, have done it. Bray Wyatt could have filmed a video at home and you know emailed it to them or something. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, it felt very bizarre that they couldn't do anything with that. They they really um, it's really unfortunate because he moves a lot of merch. Those Howdy masks that they are. They were selling at the store. You know, people still were chanting for Bray. There were tons of Bray t-shirts, tons of fiends showing up at Mania. People like Bray. Even even during that pitch black match, people were kind of yelling. It's funny. People were more mad. I think I said this in our Royal Rumble episode. But they were more mad about Mountain Dew on LA Knight's tights than Bray Wyatt. You know, they were more like corporate sponsors. They, they, they hated the corporate sponsorships. They didn't hate the match, you know. At least oh, I saw uh, I, on the newest Bocce Mania, uh, they were showing uh, somebody's video from WrestleMania this past weekend, 
And yeah. uh, I guess like they were doing something and then everybody thought they were going to build up to something big. And then it went to commercials for the new, uh, the exorcism of the, the Pope or whatever. The yeah. Oh yeah. And the whole place was booing it. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. We were, a lot of people were mad. They weren't mad about the cinnamon ton- toast crunch people. They weren't mad about, they did boo. I guess, TurboTax had like lit up on the post for one of the matches, and yeah, that was the, the two the two throwaway tag team showcase matches. Yeah, TurboTax, uh, but it was I think it just because it kept cutting the TurboTax signs. I think people were bad about that uh, during the men's showcase, and then the other big one was yeah they they did the build for uh, Sammy, Kevin, and Usos. They did the promo package, and instead of going to the match. They went to another commercial. I think people were just mad about that. And I'm like, yeah, yeah why would you, you you generally do build and then match? You could have done the promo for the exorcism before. Before the build. Yeah, that would have made more sense. I think because they wanted people in the arena to be like, oh, the match is coming. Stick around. Yeah, then people, people were paying attention at that moment because they thought the match was starting. And then lo and behold, they did another. They they, they used the Pope exorcism for the for the uh, promo for the Return to Hell and Cell. I thought that was fine. That was. They fine, got yeah. Russell Crowe to actually do the the voiceover for that. I thought that was. They really cool. did that weird skull yeah. face thing. That was. Yeah, weird. skull face. You know, but to me, it's like, well, no, you're you're getting your hell in, old Hell in a Cell match. You're getting the throwback. I, it didn't bother me. I, I maybe maybe some people might have been a little. Uh, there might have been a few movie sucks chants or whatever, but to me, that made sense. That was organic. It didn't. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, fucking Terminator when Triple H uh debut, not debut, excuse me, Triple H's entrance at thirty one, uh, Mania, he had like skulls and Terminator masks. There was a new Terminator movie coming out. Arnold went in the Hall of Fame that year. That was fucking corporate sponsorship. Yeah, 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 exactly. That was fun though, except for the little video. Again. the video they played before it was irrelevant and stupid. But whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Again, if they make it look a little more integrated, I think fans will buy it a little. Yeah, yeah. If you right, you got to make it a little more personalized to the wrestling event, yeah. not just be like, "Hey, there's this movie." Yeah, like, you got to f- tell us why us wrestling fans would like that movie. Would like that movie, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, a couple more things. Trish Stratus turned heel on Monday. Called it. Yeah, everybody called it. <laughs> no, we but as soon as, as soon as uh, uh, Lita went down, everybody's like, "Who attacked her?" I was like, "Oh, that's Trish." It's mm-hmm. a- yeah, I think uh, I think Trish and Becky is a good uh, future match, SummerSlam match. I think. Yeah, I agree. Ooh. Yeah, that's and a great match. Yeah. Um, and I'm actually happy they did not. There was enough betrayals and uh, uh, unhappy events at the Mania. I'm glad they didn't try to turn her heel at Mania. I'm glad they saved yeah. it before. Yeah. Although I wish they would have turned her actually during the match instead of after the match. Okay. Yeah, I don't. That's... I didn't like the ending. I felt like the ending was kind of quick and silly. But then you know, if they turn her during the match, then it takes away from Liv and Raquel's win. Yeah, that's true. Loses people true. that because yeah. Liv and Raquel are faces. They're not heels. They're not heels, right? Yeah. You and want so them? Like, to how can we possibly them. celebrate when other people are cheated? Yeah, and good for Liv and uh, Raquel. I mean, they they really did nothing during that women's showcase. They were given no real spots or. So good for them for uh, getting that number one contendership and then winning the titles. Good for them. Yeah, keep the belts warm until Ronda's ready. Right. Um, 
Did they? How did they even get contendership for the titles? Did they do? Was there another qualifier match? Or yeah, something? they had a qualifier the previous Monday against uh, Dakota and uh, Io, and that's okay, when, that's when Bailey got written off the show and she was pissed. Oh, uh, that was that was WrestleMania Raw, but then after WrestleMania, so they did a qualifier at the Mania after Raw. Yeah, or the Raw yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, so they didn't just come out of nowhere. They're like, "Oh, we're just going to give you. T- you got to earn those those title shots." You know, yeah. so good yeah. for them. Yeah, because those belts weren't technically even defended on Mania. It was a three-way. It was, it was a, three, a six. Yeah, it was a six-person. Yeah. Six person. Yeah. So to me, yeah, can we can we uh, give them a little bit of a run? Can we have them do some things with it? Can they go to NXT? Can they they can you know like Ooh. give give them something to do? Both of them are just kind of floundering around right now, and they've been thrown together. Let's let's keep these baby faces hot. You know, people love them. Raquel got a big response actually during. Uh, yeah. Yeah. She's over. She is over. Good response at the Rumble. I believe she's from Texas, so she got a big response at the Rumble too. Yeah. Good hometown pop. I just I hate it because she was Gonzalez and Raquel Gonzalez sounds better to me. And 100%. she was Gonzalez in NXT and they changed her name to Rodriguez, but they still talk about her dad who was named Gonzalez. Yeah. It's it, like it just keep her better. Was yeah. she changed as part of the Gunther Austin, Gunther Walter Austin? Kinda, kinda. She was changed with yeah. the, the casualty of the that era. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Mustache Mac before there was a mustache. Yeah, yeah. but he was just yeah. uh, Let's call Rodriguez. Like damn it! That mustache is so creepy. They've been yeah. they've been calling him Vincente. Oh <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, John Oliver referenced the sale too on last week because he John Oliver's done like three or four episodes on WWE. So I oh yeah, uh, he has. You're right. Yeah, he definitely called out that mustache. He literally said, "I could spend a whole half hour making fun of that mustache." Um, I because he I literally know. look how withered he looked when he was introducing Undertaker last year. He looked so withered, and now I'm like, dude, you look like a bad guy who beats up Rocky and Bullwinkle. He does. Oh my goodness! I'm he twiddling looks- my mind. He literally looks like a villain who'd like, yeah, oh, 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 I'm gonna tie you <laughs> on the boat. <laughs> <laughs> Dudley Do Right, where are you? <laughs> Dudley Do, yeah, something like that. Like he looks like a cartoon. He guy. looks like a sinister villain. He does. He's working us, man. He working looks like, uh, What is the guy? I feel he like I feel like he has this look to take away from his personality. Yeah. <laughs> so like we're not and focused he- so much on what a terrible person he is, <laughs> right? Yeah, like, it, yeah, but it, that mustache is so terrible. And he looks like he's got a spray tan. He's he looks all bronze. He, he does. Like, yeah, like, yeah. I mean, yeah, but look at look at my mustache. You know, like I'm sure he's real proud too. You know, uh, I literally this, thought it was a, I thought it was an April Fool's prank that he had. That. I thought it was all a work. I, I thought it was oh, that'd be hilarious. I thought when I saw pictures from the Hall of Fame, like I was like, ah, oh, they're just working us. Like, they're working us. Yeah, yeah, shot, yeah. You know? yeah. And then he cuts the fucking promo with. Uh, with the uh, yeah. and I'm just like, you have got to be fucking kidding me, you know. But that's the world we live in, right? What good timing, too, that announcement, oh not the mustache, the announcement. But before we get I, to that, uh, the yeah, semi main event news story is: you guys, I have good news and I have bad news. Uh, the good news is is that WrestleMania was Logan Paul's last contracted match with the WWE. Uh, the bad news is he resigned. Yeah, I was. Gonna, I was like, "Where are you going with this?" Say he resigned literally a day. Yeah, I wanted the bad news first. I was like, yeah. "Where are we going?" <laughs> um. So more Logan Paul, yay! Great. Yeah, I think um, <sighs> treat him like an attraction. We don't need him every week. Treat him like a, a belt. Three times a year. 
three times a year. Yeah, I yeah. don't. You know, maybe the Rumble too, but you know, if he can elevate people, great. You know, look, I, w- if Seth Rollins didn't face him this year, what was he going to do? You know, I thought it was a good match. Mm-hmm. It was a good, you know, that that KSI spot. I've seen that all over TikTok. Everybody loves that, you know, yeah. spot. KSI taking that. I'll be honest, I didn't know what a KSI was. I literally, I thought it was like, is this like? Uh, I thought it was somebody else. I'll be honest. I thought it was a boxer. Yeah. I thought it was a boxer or someone like I was like, is that his production partner or whatever? Like I didn't know who that was. I thought it was gonna be Jake Paul the whole time, you know, like in the water bottle. Um, <laughs> so to me, it's like, yeah, Seth, I think Seth needed, and Seth won. Seth went over the and the crowd, like you know, you need a cocky heel riding a glider type, you know. So I think this is, I thought this was fine, you know. Um, where do you go from there? I don't know who who Logan Paul faces. Does he face? I don't. I I know everybody's like, oh, everybody's been pushing for McAfee and Paul, but no, I two celebrities should not be facing each other. I think it should be. Um, yeah, maybe in a tag match and get like maybe in a tag. Johnny uh, no. Knoxville. I'm just kidding. Uh, I mean, a, no a, more bumps. A for celebrity now. battle royal, like just all. The... <laughs> they should do that, and then have um, Jim Carrey win. I wouldn't mind Jake Paul coming in and then like they face him for tag belts and elevate the tag title or t- tag industry a little bit. I wouldn't mind Logan Paul. And that keeps him fresh too. Then, Oh, you don't you like keep him with the Like you could give him, or if Jake Paul can't come in, like give him somebody else. Like I thought the Miz Jake Paul pairing was perfect. They, they, they ended that too quickly. Yeah, I did too. There's probably some other cocky heel you could pair with Jake Paul, you know? Yeah, I, I, I do. I think, you know, maybe Survivor Series, the Paul brothers against KO and Sammy or something like that. I think that'd be cool. Save it for Survivor Series, you're right, or SummerSlam, you know. Yeah, yeah, SummerSlam might be, you know, if they play their cards right, might be out of this world. I'm going, like, in a different direction. I mean, broad. Yeah. You know, there's um, a lot you can do, and it's one of the one of the big four, so. I know they're rumoring him to be in the King of the Ring. I do not think he needs to go anywhere near King of the Ring. That should no. be held for superstars, wrestlers. Like, elevate. Use the King of the Ring to elevate somebody new. Oh, but it is in Saudi Arabia, I think. Ooh. I mean, you can put Logan Paul on the on the, on the the pay-per-view card for King of the Ring, but it doesn't have to be a King of the Ring tournament. I'm saying yeah. keeping him off. I'm saying keep him off the tournament. Yeah, right, right. I agree. With Logan that. Paul does not need the King of the Ring crown. Like it'll if he's in the tournament, he's going to win. That, yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Yeah. But he doesn't need he doesn't need a title. He doesn't need King of the Ring. He doesn't need no. a championship. His matches are an attraction. Yeah, he's an attraction. Exactly. He's under the giant. Maybe if like you know, yeah, like if Austin Theory. I don't know what you're going to do with him, but like if he loses the like maybe an undercard title and you give him like a long Austin Theory heel run. Maybe, you know, like if, if Gunther loses the, I, I don't want him losing to Logan Paul though, but like if Gunther kind of loses it in a three way, because again, you're not going to have Gunther and Brock Lesnar for a title. You're going to have to get the title off Gunther to get him to face Brock Lesnar. So if somehow Gunther loses the IC belt, you, whoever he loses it to, maybe like Logan Paul squashes him the next day and then he has, you know, a heel run with the IC title and keep it relevant. You know, that's something you could do with him that gives him a title. And also Bill's new stuff. Maybe he does like an open challenge every week. Then, then that's something creative, you know. But right now, I don't think Logan needs King of the Ring. I, let's be honest here. King of the Ring, they've done it. They did it last year with Xavier, and no one even remembers it. And then before that was Corbin. But the finals weren't even on a pay-per-view. They were literally on Raw. Like, yeah. I mean, this is a brand new King of the Ring. You're doing a Queen of the Ring. Like, 
there needs to be something special. It should be a young superstar. It should be. I like, agree. Uh, Somebody up and coming. It should be or special. Dexter Loomis or someone. You know, give someone a platform. Yeah. Or For LA sure. Knight. You know who could use it right oh, now? I think he could use it. Yeah. He's dude. He's he so Bronson Reed. Yeah. Ooh. Sure. <laughs> or Braun Breaker, the new heel Braun Breaker. Heel Braun Breaker. Uh, I think Braun Breaker is going to come in in the draft. That was the other big announcement. The draft is coming up. The draft is coming up. Yeah. Man, uh, good thing he didn't go with Steiner. Like in hindsight, like yeah, you're right because that name got just got tarnished over the weekend. Yeah, really good, really good call. Being uh, I'm, I'm, yeah, I he does. There's enough homage that he looks like them. He doesn't need the name, you know. He like, talks like them. He's the singlet. He does the Frankensteiner. Yeah, amalgamation of the both. And I think I think Braun Breakers. His real name is Braun, and so I think Braun Breakers is a cool name. Yeah, it's it funny. works. I still it works remember everybody was shitting on him, like it'll grow on you. And yeah, like now, you know, it it's fine. You know, they should uh, they should give him a party gimmick and call him Bronze Spring Breaker. That's oh, <laughs> I like that. Yeah, but that'll require him to talk, and he's still, oh yeah, you're right. He's green as shit when it comes to just talk. give him a red solo cup and put him with the uh, the street with the uh, yeah. <laughs> that's my Bronze Street Breaker. That's my only concern with him coming to the main roster is. You really got to protect him or keep him away from promos. Like, how do you, you know, he's not, I don't know what you do, make him, but he's also like too, he can't be like an enforcer. He kind of has to come in on his own. Like, dude, I was. Yeah, he does. He kind of needs to come in, but like, will he carry, will he be able to go up toe to toe, you know, with promos? I don't know. I mean, just don't let him talk. Instead of the, little little pup's got to sink or swim. You know? Like, he's, he's like a big fish in a very small pond right now. What's going to happen when he's in the ring with somebody like Elias, you know? And Elias is a nobody, but I feel like he's all like he's like very very low card status. I That's probably what they're going to do, like just give him squash matches, like kind of Goldberg build his streak up maybe. Yeah, cuz I don't see him coming in going after somebody like, you know, uh Bronson Reed or like The Miz or something like that. Oh, I could see him throwing around the Miz. That might yeah, be cool. I guess so. I guess the Miz. Yeah, but he's heel right now though, if I'm not he's mistaken. Heel. He so. is he just yeah, he's heel, heel, yeah. Who do you give him? Funaki? <laughs> Is he still around? <laughs> he announces for the Japanese uh, language. Wow. Good for him. Like when you turn Japanese, I'm, I'm not saying the language like they're a group, but like when you turn on <laughs> Japanese commentary. Yeah, like SAP, but I guess yeah, yeah, I yeah. would say that. Yeah. <laughs> In I'm my head, one. it sounded really bad, so I won't, I won't finish that sentence. <laughs> yeah. We're trying not to get canceled. <laughs> hey, are you guys, are you guys ready for the main event storyline? The main event news story? Main event, baby. WWE has spent the last 25 years wishing people the best in their future endeavors. And now we're in the future and they have endeavored themselves. And it's endeavor. <laughs> yeah. WWE uh, has been sold for $9 billion to Endeavor, uh, who owns the UFC, and they're going to merge the companies together, I guess, as different divisions, whatever. Uh, it's pretty interesting. So before we get into this, uh, I was reading the the breakdown of like, you know, who works for who, right? And how, how it works. Because everybody's like, we get rid of Vince, fire Vince, fire Vince. Let Endeavor know that we want Vince gone. Here's the deal, okay? So Endeavor is this company. They have a UFC division, which is ran by uh, Dana White. And you have the WWE division now, which is ran by Nick Khan. Vince McMahon sits on the board of Endeavor. So when Endeavor wants to send somebody to the WWE to look into it, they're sending Vince McMahon to the WWE to look into it. 
which is crazy as fuck. So he, Vince McMahon is technically like the, the district manager for, for WWE. Got it. Yeah. And that's, that's an interesting, um, you know, I like that as a thing that he kind of oversees, but he's not, he should, I don't want to see him. I don't want to hear that he's in gorilla ripping up SmackDown scripts. Yeah. Right. So he will, he, he's not going to be in charge of it on a day to day basis from, from what I understand. But overall, the WWE answers to him, right? And then, but but then also, it's been at least multiple people have corroborated he did tear up Raw after Mania scripts. Is that that? Yeah, he's cha- he changed on the fly and everything, and uh, a lot of daily Raw after that. Mania. But the thing is, is the thing is, is he had to be there for Mania. He had to be there for Mania because it's Mania, and he was doing this deal that we didn't know about yet, um, and so he was just in town for Raw after Mania. And I don't think, well, I don't know. Um, everybody's saying that no, this was the plan. Cody was going to lose. Cody was going to lose. Yeah, I don't necessarily. I don't feel that's necessarily a Vince call. I do think, however, that if you're having a big UFC sale, Roman, in their eyes, probably looked more like a face of a title holder than Cody. So I do think maybe there was some thought uh-huh. to that. I don't. I don't know. Um, it hurts because, like, if you change a title and you announce a sale, the next would that day. look just as good? You know, like, so maybe, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, hey, Cody was a champion. By the way, we sold the company. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 does Endeavor play a role in that? Where they're like, oh, keep the belt on? No, I doubt. I highly doubt. I'm shooting to the fucking moon here, but. Yeah, on a business standpoint, do you want the champion that's been there for a thousand plus days or whatever going to be a thousand days? Yeah, or, or do you want the guy who's on? who's technically untested as a main eventer? Yeah, and who came on from the competition? Yeah, yeah, so, that's true that, too. That makes so it's sense. like, uh, yeah, Roman does look better on paper. Yeah, and you got Fox asking for certain talent on their TV. You know, when that deal first was struck, you know, they wanted more Roman, they wanted Bray Wyatt, they want you know. Yeah, so, they really wanted Bray Wyatt for like. They really you know, did. They were high on Bray Wyatt. They were high on Roman. They were high on Becky Lynch. And what's crazy is Becky Lynch doesn't really appear on SmackDown. She was part of all the initial SmackDown Fox promos. She's in the first segment on the new SmackDown with her and Rock and Baron Corbin. Wow. Interesting. Did she get? They really wanted her, or she... and then I think she just. Did she, she just? Oh. Her. When she came back after SummerSlam, no, because she was Raw Women's Champion before she even left. She was Raw, but she always stayed Raw. I think because Seth Rollins was Raw, they yeah. try to keep loved ones together now. Um, unless, unless they're trying to split them up, like like Paige and Del Rio and a few other people that they yeah. split them, they split them on purpose, on purpose, yeah. for a reason, you know. Because oh. yeah. Naomi would always stay with the, that that much, I believe. Naomi always stayed yeah, with, with Jimmy. Whoever the Usos now, you know. She look at her now. Look at her now. Yeah, we didn't we didn't talk about Naomi, but apparently uh, her WWE contract just ended, and she copyrighted, uh, trademarked the name Naomi Star. No, no, I'm sorry, I take that back. Trinity Star with two okay. R's. Huh. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see what she does. Yeah, maybe we'll see she what she does next. Does she go to All Elite? Does she go to Impact? I don't know. Probably Ring of Honor. Next. Ring of Honor. Who knows? Yeah, but again, yeah. Like, I could just I could see her. You know, I, I'm not trying to be a negative, whatever, but I could see her going to all eight and just getting lost in the shuffle. I mean, a lot of these people are already. Yeah, you know, I still want to know where Miro is. 
<laughs> he was at the comedy store. That's <laughs> and Andrade. I haven't seen Andrade for a while either. Oh well, I think some of that had to do with wasn't he like suspended because of the whole people forget no, him no. and Sammy Guevara like literally had a fight on the four year anniversary show of AEW. <laughs> not a good, not a good look. A lot of fights. And I think he said. Like, he was like, no, like, no fighting, nothing, like, nothing, you know, let's just talk. And then they just fought. So. Yeah. Um, wow. wow. Tensions boil over. But I and think what he, was he doing with, with AEW? He didn't have a mouthpiece, correct me if I'm wrong, in AEW. Like, they were going to bring in Rick, but then the whole plane ride from hell thing came out. No, he long. was in a group called the front office or something. And, like, uh, Hardy. Had, oh, like, Hardy? Hardy. I think Hardy. he was in Matt Hardy's front office group. See, like, how forget? Like, so we, we can barely remember. We, oh, <laughs> like that on paper, that sounds interesting, right? Oh, Matt Hardy, Andrade, that'd be cool. But we can't remember. That's how unmemorable they made it that we barely remember. So, but yeah, uh, but the whole Roosh coming in was like was his his situation. I think he had a stable or something because Roosh came in under his toolage. Oh right. yeah, they were doing the, the yeah. I think he brought Roosh in originally. Right. Yeah. He was a vessel for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 I don't know what you do with him. Like maybe he's better in WWE, but again, I think he needs a mouthpiece wherever he goes. Cause I think the reason his NXT run was so great was because he had Selena talking for him, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah no, she was really good with him. I don't, I don't like her with, with the LWO guys, whatever, but I liked her with him a lot. Yeah. Yes. She's kind of lost in the shuffle, but I think it's, I think it's a good payday for her. If she's getting LWO t-shirt, like that's a, it at least yeah. keeps her somewhere. Yeah, know? it does. I would. Rather, I still would rather have seen uh, uh, their chick, uh, Electra Lopez. I would rather see her in that group, though. To this day. Okay, so where? So okay, so maybe I'm confused. So Electra is still in NXT. Right? Yeah, she joined uh, Tony, uh, the the Don Tony Angelo. D'Angelo. Uh, okay, I, yeah, yeah, I remember. Yeah, so she a lot of shuffling going on. She of, joined the enemy basically when her people left. When our people, right? Yeah. yeah, because I remember Legato was fighting with Tony. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When they called yeah, yeah. them up and not her, and they left, and then she just joined uh, Tony. Yeah, interesting. The mafia, whatever they're called. And wasn't uh, the other the Giovanni guy from uh, Imperium? Wasn't he with Tony or something? Or yeah, I think he was. He I think he was. And he just kind of broke off and went to the mid. So bizarre. That was it like really that, is since NXT 2.0 yeah. that Vince there he was like break that up and put that guy there. But yeah, they really, they really the messed board. up NXT. And then they made like Walter. He had like the red, red gear. I like him better with the blue, the old Imperium track suits. I like the colors. That they yeah, have. I do too. Yeah, and red, the, the, the red's too, too bright for him. He needs yes. to be more dark and dingy. Dark and just he's a brawler. Yeah, brooding. I guess is the word, not dingy. Uh, back to back to the draft. Uh, as soon as they announced the draft, I I was like, they're gonna draft Conor McGregor to Raw. They really are. They're gonna, do you think UFC people will be eligible for the draft? No. No. I don't want them to be, but look, it's an attraction. Um, <sighs> I mean, McGregor, he, I don't – he can talk. I know he can He can go – he can do a promo battle for sure. He knows how to talk. Yeah. But you don't want him coming in. And okay, what do you do? Put him straight with Roman in Saudi Arabia? Like, you know that's what I mean? Probably, like, yeah, you're right. That's probably what they yeah. would do. Here you go. That, that makes Strowman the most first. sense. But why would you put him? Like, they did the same thing with um, uh, oh god, I'm forgetting. Yeah, Velasquez, you know. yeah same Velasquez. thing. You shot him right to the top, and for that was a 
Very nothing match. He, yeah, he made things. a fool of himself, really. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's, it, I'm laughing because I'm like, oh, he's also not doing. He's had other tribulations. Oh yeah, that's the least of his worries. And that that's that's a really sad story. I don't really want to like. That's a whole. Yeah, that, that's a really sad story. Yeah, um, but yeah, the, the match. Let's focus on the matches. Uh, <laughs> the, those matches were terrible. <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Even he was see injured him, too. I, he I had like this. Really he had this like things. alien knee. It looked like an alien knee brace on. Oh and yeah, he was hurt. Wow, I see. I didn't even see it because that was the point where like Saudi Arabia's already jumped the jumped the shark for me. You know, the fox. You know what it was. This is just my, again. I'm just talking, but like. The Fox, because Kane Velasquez, remember, debuted the debut episode of Fox on SmackDown. And if you remember, Tyson Fury was also on that SmackDown. They're really pushing for big fight night, UFC-style WWE. They even did, for that Saudi Arabia pay-per-view, they did, like, a whole weigh-in thing, like, take the fight pictures. They're really pushing for fight oh, sports yeah. entertainment, UFC-style. Yeah, yeah. Like a more sports-like product. But, but, but yeah, big big fight promotions. You know, it's fight night. They're always pushing that with Sheamus. Like mention fight night. Mention yeah, that's Sheamus's gimmick now, kind of. It's so, fight night, fight night, uh-huh. and big fight. <laughs> I always remember Michael Cole's going. It's a big fight feel on SmackDown. Yeah, the sports show, more UFC show. So so to your point about UFC guys, yeah, maybe they go to SmackDown. You know, yeah, I, 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 you, guys, you guys are probably right. They probably won't draft them. Uh, but well, at least get some crossover. I think. Crossover would be cool. I, I, I mean, look, I'm not saying no because I, I'm saying more I don't want necessarily McGregor just come all of a sudden just be like, hey, I'm here. Now I'm going straight to time. Like, no, put him in contention. Make him, like, get – he needs reps. Like, yeah. give, give – like, give, it could be Elias. It could be you, you whoever – I don't even know, whoever you have. Like, give someone, but don't – there's – I don't think sending him straight to the top did any favors for him. Logan I bring Butterbean in. Great butter! Oh God, that was... <laughs> Conor McGregor Butterbean <laughs> shoot fight. Butterbean should fight the other Paul. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a big boy now, but you know he, he's always been a big boy, but now he's really big. Um, so the Endeavor merger apparently doesn't start until the third quarter of the year, and okay. uh, the the draft is going to be a few weeks before that, like maybe five, yeah. six weeks before that. Probably right after the so, backlash pay per view, maybe right. Probably, yeah. I think it is. I think it was like May 15th or something. They've already announced the date of it. Oh, really? They have? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, oh, they announced it like online or something. Well, then Backlash is at the end of the month, so maybe, yeah. I, I To me, it's like do it right after a pay-per-view. Use this time to excite people for Backlash, and then... And then, boom, hit them with the... Hit them with that. Don't... I don't know. It's up to them. Or maybe they'll be like, oh, these are the last time you're going to see these people fight on SmackDown. Maybe bill it like that. I don't know. Um Bring some people from NXT up, you know. Bring maybe one or two free agents that we weren't thinking about, you know. Um, they didn't because they didn't have any real surprises on the Raw after Mania. I think a lot of people were disappointed that you had Riddle come back. That's it. Yeah, not many surprises. You save Orton for the draft, maybe. You know, I know there's been rumors of he's injured, he's coming back, he's not coming back. You know, there's rumors that they might do Roman, Orton, Cody at SummerSlam. That way, mm-hmm. Cody doesn't take a pin again, and it build, there's history with Orton and Cody. You know, that'd be interesting. I think yeah, that'd be because you know the other SummerSlam main event that was supposed to be last year was supposed to be Orton and Roman, and frankly, um, uh, I was very happy with Tractor, Tractor SummerSlam. Yeah, I was, 
Uh, I like. I, I did thought that was that. a good match for for. Yes, we've seen Brock Roman ten million times, but I actually thought if the, if that was a way for Brock Roman to go out, I thought that was a very fun match for what it was. A lot of chaos, a lot of car wreck. Um, country boy, you're in Nashville. You got Country Brock, Farmer Brock, tractors. Kids were. Oh my God, the kids were going nuts for it the whole time. It was a very. Uh, you know, you had the Austin Theory storyline too. Like, is he going to cash in on these two big meaty men? It was it was a good time. So, yeah. I think use Orton if you can use Orton as a way to bridge Roman and Cody or keep Cody away from Roman with Orton, use him for what it is. And there's already history there. You already have Cody in interview saying, Oh, I never got to put Orton over or I never got to pin Orton. So there's a storyline right now and it keeps Cody away from the belt for a while too. So, you know, use the draft to bring in some returning favorites, use the draft for maybe some NXT people Use the draft for maybe one surprise for maybe one UFC person, you know? I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking uh, they haven't had any de- NXT debuts since WrestleMania this year. It's only been a couple of weeks. Yeah. But that would be a good way to introduce new people is the draft. I agree. I um, want to see him draft Matt Cardona. <laughs> like, SmackDown drafts Matt Cardona and immediately changes his name back to Bill Zach Ryder. Ah, that'd be... I don't mind him there. He could, he could, he could do some solid work. You know, he's doing a lot of good shit though on the indies. Yeah, I think he, uh, he could do something for them. The indie guy's already there. Um, I can't find the date. I was trying to find it, but I you can't know who's a it. good candidate NXT call. Yeah, we have, and we had we haven't seen much of him. Was Charlie Dempsey or William Regal's son? I think he'd be a good. Yeah, uh, you think so? I don't, I haven't seen enough of him. I don't really watch. Yeah, I've never him seen much. his work, honestly. Um, I saw. View his matches very, you know, he's kind of a brawler. He's kind of working. Yeah, he had a big match this past Tuesday, but I didn't watch it. No, I'll go back. I need to go back. I I, I like what he's doing. I like, he did a promo about how all these wrestlers are doing Instagram and they look good and I'm just here to kick some fucking ass. And like, I kind of like, again, his history, his lineage. He's a, he's a, he's a stiff guy. He's a brawler. He's a brawler. I think there's something there, like the dark, like I don't, and don't put him with the stable, like just let him come in on his own, and just beat up people. Like you could have him, have him work main of uh, the the WWE main event and superstars, but just bring him in and just let him beat some people up, you know? Yeah. And no, I don't think Regal needs to be his mouthpiece. I think he can do it on his own. You know, you can allude to Regal. I, first off, I don't even think Regal's allowed on TV. It's so. a year. I think it's a, a full yeah. year. Regal's not allowed on TV. Um, but I don't think he needs. His no, daddy, he doesn't. He doesn't. You know what I mean, like, I didn't like some... Regal could pepper in. You know, starting next year, Regal could kind of, kind of pop in, maybe walk out, head up some brass knuckles or something. Yeah, maybe yeah. They could, they could use Regal eventually. Brass knucks, yeah. The power of the punch. He could teach his son the power of the punch. Love that. I just think oh, yeah. he looks different than what we have on the main roster right now. I could see him doing different things with different people. You know, it adds, it gives, it gives guys some fresh opponents. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, gotta keep it fresh. What do you guys think of the cell overall? I mean, it's I'm ba- happy they didn't go to the Saudis. I'm happy. I agree. Yeah, hundred percent agree with that. At least it's not Saudis. You know, it's it's a. I hate to be like all xenophobic and like, I'm glad it's staying in America, but <laughs> I mean, it, it could go out of America, just not there. <laughs> not there, and yeah. also. I don't see Endeavor messing with the day to day as much because they already kind of let UFC do what they do too. You know? Right, yeah. UFC still is still doing well under Endeavor, yeah. and they're both combat sports. I could see if there's anything, maybe if 
WWE fans want more entertainment and less of the fight night, big fight feel, that's probably going to, it's going to merge. I could see them going more towards fight night and more. I can see yeah, being more sports oriented. More sports oriented. So if you're not a fan of that, then maybe you might be a little more disappointed in this. But to me, I think they do a good job merging the entertainment with the sports element. I thought Mania was a really good example of that. You had big matchups, big fight feel, but also the spectacle. I thought, I'm not trying to mark out a Mania just because I went, but I thought this Mania did a good job of handling and balancing spectacle with technical matches as well. Better than last year, I'll say. Yeah, it's interesting, you know, you could consider it like two different demographics, right? Right. Um, you know, WWE appeals more to like the younger crowd while, you know, UFC is more adult oriented. But at the same time, when you're looking at numbers, I think like the WWE's demos are like way different. It's like 40 to 50 or like it's like, you know, they're, they're viewed by more like older white males or whatever. Maybe they're like dudes in suits, right? But I feel like it's a, it's a good synergy. You know, it's like getting a Sunday when you get like the chocolate and the vanilla. Exactly. Both, yeah. You know, they're both yeah. the combat sport element. You know, it's fighting in a sense. And yeah. It's something for the kids too, whereas UFC really doesn't cater to kids much at all. Right. You know, you know but there are younger and younger kids getting into it because it's like cool. So, right. Oh, yeah. Like my, my, yeah. Yeah, the older brother watches. I was trying to say, I was trying to come up with an older brother. Like my brother Teddy watches it. I want to watch it too. Like <laughs> yep. they're that. Yeah. Yep. And then uh, Adesanya, who is the new champion, uh, he does a lot of like Undertaker callbacks, Triple H callbacks. Triple H callbacks. Oh wow! Real big onto the wrestling shit. So, so, so there yeah, are they, they'll probably do crossover. They'll probably want to do crossover. Those guys. I'm sure. I, I feel like there's a handful of dudes who want to, and there's a handful of dudes who are like, no, like I don't even want to. You, you bring up a good. I think Xavier brings up a really good point about the 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 participants themselves, not the higher up, not the managers, but the actual UFC fighters, big big WWE fans, big a lot of them are. Yeah, they yeah. respect the history. So yes, if we can work in some synergy that way, you know, I mean, we've already seen like Undertaker show up to a few events in general. I know there was that famous. Uh, Picture yeah, of the family with Pat McAfee with the knee. He's selling the neck injury and he's yes. at the UFC fight. Yeah. So stuff like that is fine. I have no problem with that. You know, have some fighters come out. I mean, look, WWE for years had that whole like guest host of the month thing or every week. And then they'd have NASCAR racers, athletes, brother. No reason we can't have one or two fighters just come in as like a, you know, a segment, like Miz TV. Let, let them beat up Miz or Elias or whatever, feed them. Yeah. And that helps, you know, maybe you can see, hey, this is somebody potentially that could come fight later. You know what I mean? But like, yeah. I don't think we need to be throwing Conor McGregor right in right away. We've not seen him do anything. I'm, I'm a little concerned. I know it's like, he's not going to go to NXT. You know what I mean? Conor McGregor's <laughs> but like, how do you What's bring him in without some reps? You know, like he needs something, you know, I'm sure yeah. he's working hard, you know, but also wouldn't we have heard by now, like, Oh, some recruit at the performance center being like, Oh, he's already down there training. So, you know what I mean? Like, what's he going to yeah. do? But I'm sure they have their own performance theory that we don't even know about the UFC. That's true. Oh, yeah, One thing that's also interesting is like imagine like a WWE person going to UFC and having an MMA fight, like Bobby Lashley or Shayna Baszler or something like that. Yeah, well, Shayna was part of Ronda Rousey's team right back in the day. Yeah, she was. She was in UFC back in the day, so she could yeah, do it. I think like and Lashley never did 
big UFC. He was more Bellator. No, he was Bellator. Yeah, yeah. like Bellator. lower, like a developer. He was the TNA version of MMA. That would be cool if he did like something with UFC, just like a one exhibition match or something, you know. Um, yeah, because he has to look for it. He looks like a legit killer. And frankly, what else do you do with him now? I'm kind of like Lash is kind of he does not. Oh, let's send him to NXT. No, he's gonna yeah. like he's gonna tower above everybody. He needs. I mean, the Brock Lesnar to me when he came back, I'm like, yeah, let's see him with Lesnar. Let's get that over because that's never been done. You know that that's yeah. done. Now, yeah. Because. I mean, it ended anticlimactically. He should have gotten a clean win over him, but they needed to build him to keep him going. Um, which, not to get into the Cody Lesnar thing, but my one critique with this program, I do think it's a good way to keep Cody away from the belt, but yeah. both of them, whoever loses, they both kind of need a win because if Lesnar loses, you know, I mean, I guess Lesnar can lose and it's fine, but if you want to build Lesnar to Gunther, he should be unstoppable. So does Cody take another loss? No, I think we want to Cody. I think if Cody keeps losing, then people are going to be, you know, he's going to lose some of that. His, his white hotness is going to cool down. So it's almost like who, who should lose? Like both people are going to lose. Whoever loses is going to, you know, it's going to hurt their push or whatever you're trying to do with them. Frankly, Lesnar can take the loss, but you know, do you give Cody a, a sneaky win? You know, what do you do? I don't know. I think the worst part about it, is that they're saying Brock attacked him because he was mad because his match was first. Yeah, that's such a dumb reason. Yeah. Because we all know yeah, Brock was... wants to go first so he can get the fuck out of there. <laughs> yeah. He that's... wants to go home. He doesn't want to wait to the whole it's show. It's unrealistic to him. It doesn't four make hour sense. four-hour show. He doesn't want to sit there. I mean, look, I like that Brock has been talking. Like, I will say this new Cowboy Brock can talk a little bit. Yeah, um, I like Cowboy Brock. So let's see what Cowboy Brock says, you know. Hell yeah, hell yeah. They could uh, do. They, there's a storyline there. You could say like, yeah, I, my daddy wasn't in this business. I I beat people up on my own. You know, like you could, like you're a little silver spoon boy in the mouth. Yeah, I'm, you I'm, got handed. You got handed right into this business. Exactly. Yeah. You were born into this business. Yeah. You popped yeah, out the room and you were a developmental contract. I would like to see a good pro. I'm. You know, it's. I'm more excited for a Brock Lesnar Cody promo than the match. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, well, Cody's really good at promos. Yeah, I'd, I'd like to see. There's definitely storied history there, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. In the sense of Brock was main eventing and Cody was on pre-shows, so there's... A- Some of these Roman-Cody promos were really good. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. I was like, you're with, what, you're with this one? How about this one? <laughs> <laughs> the rubber chicken. The rubber chicken. Yeah, they really mentioned threw it. a chicken into Did the- you guys see Cody's promo on Monday about the yeah, rubber chicken? Yeah, he mentioned it. He mentioned yeah, it. I'm so good. glad he did. He's such that a stud really for that. Promo. He's you know, at first, I thought for Cody's him. promos were kind of all the same, but he's doing really well. No, they're not. Yeah, I think he's really building up a story there. I think this is what did Bubba Ray say? Uh, uh, something like this is his version of hard times. And yeah, episodically, Cody keeps calling back to everything, and no, no feud is wasted. There's nothing that just kind of disappears. Like if Cody calls back to everything and makes this like a storybook, you know. Yeah, program. a lot of people something. are saying Dusty, but at the same time, I feel like Dusty at this point, Dusty was already crowned champion twice, and Cody went to the mountaintop and he was denied. You know, it's a. I just don't think it's the same. A lot of people are saying it is though, uh, but I just don't think it's the same because Dusty was, like I said, world champion two times before the hard times uh, lose, 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 That's lose, true. lose. Yeah. And Cody's never been champion before. So I don't know. I don't like it. 
Uh, but we'll see where we go. We'll see if Cody wins at SummerSlam. I don't know. I don't know if he's. I mean, I guess they, he will reach a thousand days. But now part of me is like, oh, they're gonna run it back. Like, oh, Big Forty. You know, the big the the the, the decade manias. You have a new crowning champion. So I feel like we're gonna have to wait all the way till Mania Forty for this. Wow. Yeah. I saw. Uh, I, I don't know if I sent it to you guys. I think I might have. I saw a breakdown where. Uh, if Roman was, if they want Roman to surpass this guy, he has to keep it till, yeah. till then. Uh, I think it was Bruno San Martino was uh, till twenty twenty eight. Yeah, that's too much. Oh yeah, that's way too long. That's insane. I also, my only other concern is that you want if Cody wins at Mania, it should be the last event. And if you, if for some reason they do rock Roman. It's like, yeah, what does Cody main event night one? Like, don't you think that cheapens right. it a little bit that he was yeah. a night two? Yeah. Like, like, it looks like a, a downgrade, doesn't it? Because like he was night two last year. So you gotta, yeah. Like when CM Punk was a champion and the main event was John Cena versus John Laronitis. Yeah, oh my God. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I'd walk out too. If that yeah. Happened. Hell yeah. Well, you guys want to wrap a bow up on this and get out of here? It's been a, it's been a quite the adventure today. Let's um, do it. It's I like five a.m. for example. Right? your time. Yeah, it's hell. One thirty. One thirty. Nice. It's all good. Luckily for us, you're a night owl. Yeah. Okay. It's it's ten thirty here, and I'm like, I'm so tired, you guys. <laughs> it's like the earliest for me out of all all, all of us. Oh wow, yeah, yeah. I'm in Central Time today, so it's, uh, oh, it's yeah. a little late. It's funny, Pratik, because you're so like unpredictable. It's like, well, what time zone are you in today? <laughs> yeah, I don't know what time. Yeah, literally, that's like, where in the world is Pratik? I'm the new San Diego. No, Central time. No, Pacific time. And then oh, we, we each just yeah, hell yeah. use our different yeah, that, that's our that's a, that's a listener pride. They can win a Castro GTX poster of Stone Cold Steve Austin if they guess what, where I am. Every we uh, we played time zone uh, musical chairs in the, in the time in the zone chair. musical chairs, baby. Yeah. <laughs> there yeah. is Pratique. That's the game. There you guys want to go ahead and plug your social media? Uh, yeah, at Pratique Comedy on Instagram, PratikeComedy.com is my website. Uh, support, you know, I have a bunch of dates all over this country because I don't know where the fuck I'm going to be this year. So. <laughs> Check those dates on my website. Please keep supporting Gimistry Podcast and support these two awesome dudes that I get to host every week. Support this oh, show. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Pratik. Such a gentleman. You can find me, Xavier, on Instagram at Lord Xavier. Find me on Twitter at Xavier Venom. Smash it, the link tree. And yeah, support dudes. There's dates for Pratik on his. There's dates for Sam on his. And any dates that I'm playing are on mine. Thank you guys for listening. Hell yeah. You can find me at Funky Sam Medina across the board. I got all my dates posted. I got a lot of cool stuff coming up. I'm pretty excited about uh, comedy competition. I'm going to win. I'm just kidding. Fuck yeah. It'll be fun. Hell <laughs> I'm yeah. Looking forward all to it because it was a competition that was supposed to be in 2019. And of course, the, uh, I'm sorry, 2020. And of course, the club closed down and they just reopened and remodeled. So I'm excited ah. to go see it. That's cool. Which which club is this? It's called Rooster Tea Feathers. Rooster Tea Feathers. Okay. Yeah. In Sunnyvale. Sunnyville, yeah, yep, yep. I did a show there in 2017. Yeah. Okay, nice. Been a That's long time. probably one of my most comfortable stages. I'm most comfortable uh the top couple of places uh there because I've been there like so many times. Awesome. Good old Bay yeah, Area. We'll, we'll have, have to set up a Bay Area show. <laughs> we both Yeah, do. that'd be great. That'd be hella great. Oh yeah. And maybe Xavier, you can do some music on that show. We'll Dude, have to I was do it. Yeah. We'll you can do play everybody out the stage. Comedy, music, 
Let's do it. A fest. Gimmick Street Fest. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, like that'd maybe like a lot. Maybe we do a live taping too. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah. Oh. We could see if we could do it at Roosters or something. <laughs> that'd yeah. be cool. There we like, go. Come on. We got one ticket sold. What are you talking about? <laughs> Don't put that out there, baby. We're going to sell that. We're going we're gonna to go all in. <laughs> all in. We're going to go to Wembley Stadium. <laughs> Wembley T Feathers. That's what we're going to put. Uh, that's a good uh, place to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Where is this thing? I can't even find it. Oh, there it is. Oh, 